listeners, welcome to Concentrated Podcast Presents Cup and Saucer. I am your host, Manira, and I am back with my usual suspects, Courtney and Eric. Say what's up. I don't like to be referenced in a thing that involves Kevin Spacey. <laughs> That's true. That's fair. All right. But I'm here. Okay. Courtney, are you here? Me Lip gloss be popping. Me trying to figure out where Kevin Spacey is, but okay. In the usual suspects. In the usual suspects. Ah, the movie. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He was Kaiser Sose. <laughs> also, the movie was directed by by what's the name who did uh, X Men. Um, Ooh, the other the other touching touching people inappropriate. Yeah. Brian Singer. Yeah. Brian Singer. So yeah, yeah. it's definitely. We're, we're just gonna write that well. one off. No. no, it didn't. We're gonna. Only, we only are gonna move smooth past it. <laughs> yeah. I'm here. Hey, peeps. We're gonna we, we can still right all enjoy Benicio del Toro though. Yes. Until he comes out with somebody saying something about him. Is Only a matter of time. Penelope Cruz? No, that's Javier Bardem. Yes. Okay. Ha, that's Javier Bardem. That's how you got to say I am it. Not, I'm okay. not laughing, so gringos. I don't have to put any. Stop it. Right, I don't have to put any stank on it like you did. Not stank. Good Lord. I'm sick. Anyways, <laughs> we are back to where it all started. Uh, Bridgerton. <laughs> season two. On Netflix. Today, I am here to recap episodes one and two. Um, episode one is titled Capital R, Rick. And episode two is Off to the Races. Uh, before we start, as always, I would like to ask you guys, what did you think of these two episodes? Oh, and as always, don't <laughs> jump in all at once. <laughs> you know what's funny? Because I've watched ahead, I'm like, hey, I hope I don't start talking about things we didn't we didn't do yet. I will stop you as okay. as some a gentle listeners before we begin. I have watched all of it multiple times. Mm-hmm. Courtney is at um, episode four, and Eric is a good boy and watched a one and two. He's he's the goodest boy. He always um, has to be. I really really like the Sharma sisters I just I love their mm-hmm. dynamic I I even dare I say I feel like the, the good people at Shondaland really took some feedback from that first season we're like you know what let's maybe make Anthony a little bit lovable dare mm-hmm. I say maybe soften some of these edges lose yeah. the sideburns lose the sideburns looks better already ready <laughs> um but I really like I love, so, to, as somebody who likes to read, and I like to read a lot of, like, romance or, like, YA or whatever, mm-hmm. I love a good slow burn. Mm-hmm. And I can tell that they are setting this up for a very slow burn. Um, so just know that going into it, but it's 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 a good start. I like where we're going. Eric, how about you? I'm getting there. I, I, I still hate Anthony. Um, Aww. Even though he lost his sideburns? Well, he just put him on Colin's chin, so. (laughs) I also hate Penelope. Still upset about that reveal at the end of the last season. Are you? Yeah, I don't. I do not like her. I do feel like they shouldn't have, like, revealed it so soon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, plus now it's like a big subplot, which I don't like. Okay. I do like uh, what's her name, um, the other daughter, not, not Hyacinth? Michael Bangs. Hyacinth, Eloise. You like yeah. Eloise? Yeah. We like her. She's, feminist she's, awakening. 
and her I constantly like being wrong. Mm, okay, okay. <laughs> that one man that. that she tried to curse out, and he was like, yeah, well, I'm out here actually supporting feminism, and you're still rich, so fuck off. That's fair. Yeah, we'll get to that. All right. Um, yeah, I plowed through this whole season, so I loved it. Um, so without further ado, let's get started. You know what's crazy before you what? start? <laughs> you what? know how we just went through like the the very first cup and saucer text? So I can mm-hmm. prove I was right. Um, <laughs> the very first text you sent to our like uh, podcast group chat says, okay, guys, I just finished Bridgerton season one. So even then, you were still watching <laughs> the whole fucking thing. Listen, true to form, I'm going to watch. If you put it on there, I'm going to watch you it. You're going to watch it? <laughs> one thing I'm going to do. I'm a watch. I'm a watch a show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So episode one, because we got a lot to get through. Mm-hmm. So we open with a carriage driving through Mayfair. Uh, the carriage settles in front of the Bridgerton home and we see baby bangs, a.k.a. Daphne has returned. And she no longer has baby bangs. I'm really excited nah. about about our hair. She did the math. She got a baby for her troubles. So mm-hmm. yeah, she she said, "I can be a grown up now." Uh-huh. Let's let's let these bangs grow a little bit. And let me put them back. Mm-hmm. I don't have to. I don't have to show my bangs for this. That's because she got turned out by Pete Davidson in that summer. Allegedly, that allegedly. <laughs> 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 We're not talking about real life. We're in yeah. Bridgerton. Sorry, my bad. My bad. <laughs> Um, so Daphne joins the rest of her family outside of a bedroom door as they discuss how best to get Eloise out of her bedroom before Anthony can burst in the door. The door flies open, upset maids fire out. Eloise comes into the frame and she looks lovely and pissed. She looks so cute. <laughs> she did. She, she looks, looks so like cute. the angriest doll I've ever seen. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just wanted to play with her. She looks so cute. Um... Then we see the queen and Lady Danbury speaking on the queen looking for something fresh and new to proclaim as her diamond. Talk then turns quickly to the queen's nemesis, Lady Whistledown. The queen lets us know that it's been crickets since the last season, which gets both ladies thinking. Lady Whistledown is probably one of them. Mm-mm-mm. We then see Lady yeah, girl, Whistledown herself the about the like boring people in town. I wouldn't. Yeah, like if I'm everyone just saying, like the gossip is with with the rich people. Y'all, I can't right? write. I can't write about the baker down the street. He don't yeah, care. do anything but bacon. Right. <laughs> um, we then see Lady Whistledown herself, Penelope. She is in the Featherington home, eagerly looking out the window for something. We do not know what. Uh, We find out that the Featherington household is still unsettled as they wait for the new lord to arrive. They some broke bitches. They really are. I forgot that the whole dad died. (laughs) (laughs) That it's just a house full of women looking for a lord. (laughs) You mean he was murdered. We didn't Um, terrible with that. He was suggestfully murdered because he didn't have to take that. that subplot. Anyways. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Okay. Alrighty then. Alrighty then. In the ladies' carriage, Daphne gives Elle tips on how to catch the queen's eye and become this season's diamond. While in the gentleman's carriage, Anthony tells Benedict and Gregory, Gregory's so cute, by the way, that he's looking for a wife, what he's looking for in a wife. Um, It's a laundry list of things. None of it's nice. 
um, we see the ladies being presented to the queen. It is the most business-like definition business, of a business, business. I have ever seen. <laughs> I'm like, Dan, we ain't never going to find love, huh? Mm-mm. No, because love isn't even on his list. <laughs> no, he's like, I just want you to be able to read, have a conversation, mm-hmm. maybe not be an absolute idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe know how to dance so you don't have two left feet feet <laughs> i'm like damn it's the list is kind of long um so we see the ladies being presented to the queen the court like um to the queen and court like last season and again the queen is not amused but she looks amazing she looks fantastic might i say did you guys notice because my mom did also my mom is watch the whole season as well um of course she said that it looks like netflix put a little bit more money into this would you guys agree Uh, i wouldn't doubt it since it's one of their most profitable shows yeah it looks a little bit more polished a little bit more most of that money went into the queen's wig budget listen after last year's braided wig bun thing Mm -hmm. i like, I know I didn't ask. Did you guys do a rewatch? Because I did. No. no I, I watched, watched the, the three-minute recap. recap they gave yeah. me in the beginning, and I said, you know what? Yeah, I ain't forget none of this. They was... <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And he didn't want to have a baby, but now we have a baby. So baby. it's all good. Got it. <laughs> okay. Um, so, they never uh, really say where he goes, though, right? They just say he's, like, away. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure I didn't miss it. I mean, I knew that, you know... But like, again, if you think about it, if you think about it, like we, I don't feel like we really need him. No, 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 we didn't. But I wasn't sure how, like, if I had missed them, like addressing something no. in any way. Okay, Eric, did you need him? No, it would have been nice to, that if he popped up the first episode too. But like at the same time, it's just if if this is what they're doing. I mean, the show is called Bridgerton, so it's about the Bridgertons, and each season will be about a different mm-hmm. one of them. Um, hopefully, we get a season about. Um, What's the the middle one? Colin, not the the middle, not Colin, the one above him, the artist, we, Benedict. He, I think yeah. he's the next. one. Benedict is next. Yeah, yeah, they're going. They're kind of going in order, but not really. Daphne was Daphne's book is always first. Well, she can keep it. She's out of here. Get out of here. Damn. Okay. <laughs> you got a baby. You got a man. We're done with you. I wasn't quite done, but all right. <laughs> you know, I kind of like to see Daphne sometimes. I want to see more babies. Like, <laughs> I love a good baby. Um, so Eloise gets ready to be presented, and she is stressed. However, she um, is spared because when her name is called, there is a commotion. A footman uh-huh. then brings the queen and court the latest issue of Lady Whistledown. The presentation is over and everyone is reason. Right. <laughs> everyone is reading. <laughs> um, oh, okay. As the local residents speculate about Lady Whistledown, um, we are treated to how Penelope was able to achieve what she did last season. We see Penelope overhearing gossip, blending into the background, and sneaking away to post her stories to a printer. Uh, she changes her voice. The actress is using her actual accent. I loved that. So I cute. think that was my so favorite cute. part. I'm like, yeah, I be forgetting you like Irish. I be forgetting about you. <laughs> she is also 35. It's wild to me. Her, she's like, has she the looks thirteen. Fucking face. Yes, I know she probably so doesn't cute. want to be cute at all. I'm sure she so wants she, to be. She still a sexy plays lady. like a sixteen-year-old. Yes, on she's mm-hmm. so good. I'm like, 
Also, if you never watched Terry Girls on Netflix, it's really funny. It's kind of guys. You guys say this every single time we we have to talk about her. I it's it's about roller derby. What's it about? No, it's a. I don't know why it's a town. It's about weird little Irish girls in the nineties. Oh, the nineties. Yeah, the nineties. You say <laughs> the nineteen nineties. Yes, the ni- not the eight- Not to be confused with the eighteen nineties. It would be a much more. All right, well, that show. makes it a little more. They would all live to I twenty will. and die. Yeah, <laughs> that's where we are right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So we also see that she is making bank, which she is hiding underneath her floorboards. She being Penelope. Um. Eloise can't dance. She can't dance at all. Uh, we're back at the Bridgerton home, and she is practicing with Gregory. So fucking cute. So cute. Anthony bursts in, talking Viscount business, and how he is desperate for a wife. He needs to find one, got to find one, can't wait. Um, and asks his mother, Violet, for her ring. She rightfully refuses and claims that she will only give him um, this ring when he finds someone he truly loves. Yeah, and Anthony don't, said don't do he tried to say it in passing, quick, like, "Oh, also, I, uh-huh. I also need your ring. We need a chance. <laughs> you know, your betrothment ring, father's mm-hmm. betrothment ring. Get the fuck just, out. Just of leave Anthony it on my desk." Said, "Love, whatever that is. That is right." <laughs> um. So he... then we are treated. <laughs> we are treated. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. We're fine. Um. We are treated to Anthony going on interviews dates they can't even be dates yo he is like a he's like a toxic boss tell me about yourself he doesn't care anything about these ladies Mm-mm. not a single thing and those no. girls were cute Too they were cute, cute. they were cute um viscount business and some math mixed in because you got to get that math in yeah, yeah he goes to um, see some professional mathematicians yes That's um gentle listener <laughs> If you are new and you do not know what we mean by math, that is how we say sex. So when we say math, we mean sex, just so you know. Um, whilst riding on a horseback, while whilst riding horseback from a math appointment, Anthony sees a woman riding and decides to follow her. Listen, I can't say it if you keep giggling. I know, I'm sorry. I'm he had to go see his tutor, some late night tutoring. Right. Pull it together. <laughs> He's a really strong student. Mm-hmm. I, I bet. <laughs> oh my god! Here's the thing. Have you guys seen where people are like, well, people have finished and they're like, this is cute and everything, but Anthony's gonna be dead next season, right? Because for syphilis, because that's all he's doing. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but like <laughs> maybe. I, I mean, they're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, he is a rich man, and like he goes to the nicer places, so maybe he's he's getting with the the clean ones, you know. They ain't set. They ain't STD testing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's not, he's not mm-hmm. going down. Once to he starts the, getting you know. starts foaming at the mouth from the syphilis and having Swiss cheese breaks, mm-hmm. it's not. Yeah, that's not the only time. place he's going to be foaming from. <laughs> <laughs> While on that horseback ride, he and this woman engage in a. And after or after the horse ride, sorry, I, you guys messed me up. After the horse ride, it's our, <laughs> our fault, Eric. <laughs> this woman and Anthony engage in great banter, where Anthony fails to receive the woman's name, but this he a does. Sexy tit for top. But he does know that she's staying in Mayfair. 
Meanwhile, at the Danbury house, Lady Danbury sighting, we are introduced to Edwina Sharma and her mother, Lady Mary Sharma, by Lady Danbury. P.S. Lady Danbury. She looks fantastic, does she not? Listen, where did we see her last time? The Witcher. Mm-hmm. I was like, yep, damn. She popped up in The Witcher. Yeah. She was, uh, mm-hmm. she was like, girl, get your shit together. Mm-hmm. Hey, we need somebody. We need somebody over on the Witcher set really quickly. I'll do it. <laughs> They're probably all on the same soundstage. They probably mm-hmm. are. They probably just have this huge fucking like lot in London and just pop either right that or, or Netflix was like, everyone loves Lady Danbury. Get your ass over to The Witcher set. We need a, we, <laughs> we got a part for an old now. woman. So mm-hmm. you know, get over there and and sass it up as you do. <laughs> <laughs> she I is like it. done and done. done um and done. so it, right. <laughs> I do a lot of cane acting in this. <laughs> um so it seems like the ladies are old friends, the ladies being Lady Danbury and um Lady Mary. They are guests at Lady Van Danbury's for the season. Edwina will be presented. Uh we are also introduced finally to the lady that Anthony was speaking to. This is Lady Kate Sharma, Mary's other daughter. And then we're introduced to Newton, the goodest boy. (laughs) So cute. Eric, how much did you get excited? I mean, I I have one in real life, so it's not that exciting. Where is our Newton? Where is he? Where's Taco? Come on, Taco. They they, they named him. I want to say it's the same dog that played Ayn in Cowboy Bebop, which is great because at least one of them came out of there with a job. Um, (laughs) A lot of people tend to name their corgis after famous smart people. Like Taco's Mm. name was almost, um, it was almost Neil, like Neil deGrasse Tyson. My first first corgi was Carl, named after Carl Sagan. His Aww. name was Taco when I met him, so I was like, that that name fits very well, so you will stay Taco. But yeah, like my buddy has one named Einstein as well, and you know, people tend to name them after smart people, so Newton, Isaac Newton. Oh. Is also almost Isaac as in as in as an Asimov, but yeah. It's going to it's getting it's getting to the the, the special nerd place. It's the nerd nerdy subject. They're very place. smart dogs. Listen. He's Welsh. okay so lady mary is concerned about the queen's attendance at lady danbury's ball um because lady danbury is throwing a ball the first ball of the season boom 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 um we soon find that kate is not just prickly with anthony but she's prickly with everyone uh she takes offense with lady lanbury lady danbury providing tutors and setting up lessons for them this season, them being her and Edwina. She also, we also That's find because she was like, that. nah, she good. We got yeah. this. And she was. Okay, we didn't talk about it. Edwina, she's a little rabbit, yes? The cutest little rabbit. No? I'm the only one that thinks I she's think a little rabbit? I think it's just because she's young. She's so cute. I mean, it... It's incredibly jarring to me how like young they want the girls to get. Yeah, married. like I understand like this is just the time and like this is what you do. You need to like you know milk your prime childbearing years, but it is jarring as fuck nope. to me to they look at like, these like fifteen year olds trying to take out the birth. racism, but we're still gonna keep in that classism and Got sexism yeah, and all that. Got to. You know. We didn't have age of consent back then. No. You got the money for it. This can be yours. They this fucking 14 year old. That's true. Because remember how young Daphne looked? And now she we was. see her. She looks regular. 
Mm-hmm. Like her she actual looks, age. It looks like a, a mom at the ripe old age of 19. She yeah. really does. It's because she got rid of those tiny bangs. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have her tiny bangs anymore. They were making her look weird, though. <laughs> um. So we also find out that Kate is 26 and she is not looking for a husband. This trip is all about Edwina. Uh, Elle tells Penelope that Daphne's helpful hints. Um, nope. She tells her about Daphne's helpful hints. And we notice little things about Penelope. She's buying lots of quills, but covering it up, saying that she is using them to write to Colin overseas. Eloise tells Penn that oh. she's starting to tire of Lady Whistledown and the gossip that she provides. And I'm like, shut up, bitch. Lady Whistledown is the tea. Okay. Uh, <laughs> shut the fuck up, bitch. Also, she was just like, well, I mean, you're just, you just don't like her anymore because you couldn't catch her. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, Eloise believes that well, Lady Whistledown could be doing more with her platform, which I mean, I guess she's not wrong. But also, but sometimes still, we don't need to do nothing with our platform. Maybe it's that just is fair. good old gossip. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm an Maybe. enterprising woman. I'd run this gossip factory. Next caller. At the Featherington home, still no new lord. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Portia, Lady Featherington, is fearful of the future. More than aware that she and her daughters will be at the mercy of a man Portia decides that all of her daughters need men every last one of them they gotta find a man so that when the lord comes yeah we need money when the lord comes he can pay these dowries and we can get that sorted post haste post haste post haste because only the one of them has has a suitor lined up Philippa yeah, the rest of them are just sitting around. She's like, well, how are we going to get men if we can't even afford new dresses? First off, Penelope is already mentally betrothed to Colin. And we're, yes. we're working Colin on doesn't that. know it, but she's Colin like, doesn't yes. know it, but she, <laughs> they are engaged to be married. They are. They are, indeed. She's yes. already named the kids. She has. Hmm. Do you think they'll go backwards? Because they always go like A, B, and C. And do you think they'll go backwards, C? No? All right, whatever. What do you mean? You guys said oh, the two- Yeah, I was I was continuing the joke. Okay, okay, I was okay. continuing the joke. I right. pick up what you're putting down. Yeah, but sorry. it's a little late. I'm sorry. Okay. okay. Um so as Kate and Edwina <laughs> get ready for Lady Danbury's ball. She said you're slow. Edwina she did. Worries it's fine. That she might not be like she might not be liked by the crop of suitors. On top of that, she fears that the gossip about their family Here's the gossip about their family their mother's marriage to their father or appa um hot tea hot tea it's it's very hot tea it's it's scolding in fact he was a commoner he was he was and regular regular and regular and he had a child with him (laughs) he had a baby with him and no other mother to speak of it was crazy um yes and how she and kate are related might tarnish her presentation Kate assures her that Lady Danbury will smooth everything over and that nothing will ever change between the two of them. It's a really cute scene. Um, cute. It's ball time, y'all. And we hear Material Girl playing at the ball. But not Saucy Santana, Madonna. No, so. no, not <laughs> Saucy Santana. <laughs> Just regular old Madonna. Um, 
Kate insists that she is not here looking for any prospects yet again. She's only here to make sure that Edwina finds her best (laughs) match. Courtney does not believe her. (laughs) Lady Danbury brings Lady Mary, Kate, and Edwina to see the queen. This right here, this look of the queen, perfection. Perfection. Chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. To which Mary receives a burn from the queen as she walks away. There's some was... tension there, and I don't <laughs> like it. I'm like, we're beautiful and brown. Can't we all get along? No. 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 Mm-hmm. No. Um, Lady Featherington, along with Lady Cowper, are scandalized to see Lady Mary there. They gossip that, as we just said, Mary got married to a clerk. He had no money, who already had a daughter, who is Kate. Uh, Child, can we just get married for love? Damn. Then he died. Then he died. Then, 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 yeah, then, then he had the nerve to die. To die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, damn, I don't think she was really expecting that, guys. I think we could maybe cut her a little slack. No. Um, so the Viscountess Bridgerton, Love who loves to be on the sauce, I don't think she was on the sauce this time, but we can't put anything past her, loudly informs the dance floor that this is the season that Anthony plans to find a She wife. was not on the sauce. She's completely sober. She's like, but <laughs> you're going to get all of these dates. We're not going to do whatever shit you're yeah, doing. Yeah, later on, she goes and gets a cup of something. But before that, she was like, oh, and you're single and looking... The way the moms swarmed on that, as I said, damn. She said, you know what? I'm going to let you handle the rest. Uh-huh. Deuces. Good luck. She is, she, Violet, the moms on here, you know what I'm thinking the of. The moms you know truly what I'm thinking do, mother. Of. The moms are pretty much like the moms on Pretty Little Liars. Meddling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are medlas. Would I watch a show of the moms? I would. I would love uh, a show P.S. The, the Queen's show is coming out, so maybe we'll get to see young moms. Maybe. I assume so. Because I hope so. I want to see like a younger version of Lady Danbury. Ooh, me too. And we get to see her husband. That's what I want to see. You want to know who she's married to? I do, and that life that she like tells Kate about. I want to know that. I want to know how she learned how to play cards because she was a card shark in that first season. She's so, like, there's so much that we can learn from her. And how her and the queen are, like, such good friends. Yeah, because I'm, it's, their rapport with each other is very familiar. Familiar. Mm-hmm. Familiar. Maybe, maybe they're from, like, the same town or something. I could see that. I, I feel like I could see something like that be a thing. There's and, a like, she knew respect. him before Prince George was, like, that one. I like her. Mm-hmm. Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Lottie. I like her. See, Netflix, hire us. We've written it for you. Basically. We've written it for you. Remember in the first season where they were like, the, the only reason that, you know, everybody's integrated is because he loved me, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I said, you know what? T. That was cute. T. Um, oh, does that mean that we're going to have to have some racism in the There has the to be. One? I hate to say that there has to be. There has to be some racism. <laughs> there has to be at least like a little bit so we can like, I don't know, see what... You know, she's she's coming up like this is before she's the queen. So I feel like there has to be at least some element of some. It might not be racial discrimination. It could be class discrimination. Who knows? I don't know. But we get class. We get classism now anyways. Hey, maybe then maybe they're going to double down. Maybe maybe they double down on class and race. Who knows? I just want to know, like, how long did it take for like because. Oh, for the go. racism to just go away because now there's there's none. nothing that's what i'm saying right. like they're like it would be difficult for them i don't 
know. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. What if they just forget that entire plot point? I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> well, no, I mean, they can't. I feel like it'll be, like, scandalous because, you know, no, she's not really supposed to be. But I want to know how hard they're going to go mm-hmm. that this, like, now. Because they're not, like, old, old. They're no, pretty, like, she's spry. Probably, like, in her, like, late 40s, early 50s. Right. So that's not that long of a time for racism as we know yeah. for racism to, to just pass. be right just cleared out like no everything's not good here guys or anything right no issues here none like <laughs> nobody's no saying problems, no i guys. don't want that black i don't want that black boy i don't want that black girl i don't want that brown. i'm not even like, trying nothing. to laugh but the way you just <laughs> What? I don't want that black. No. I'm like, sorry. Do you want them to cast baby? No. You know what I mean? Like, nobody is saying that. Like, everybody is like, no, it does not matter. They don't even like like, blink an eye. At all. At all. Also, I want to know about that gentleman with the dreads. He had on a hat in um in the second episode and i want to know about him because him and his lovely wife are walking around every time i see him yeah how's that working out i want to know these are the questions i want to know back to the story that we've got so (laughs) portia um gets out of answering to the finches for me too lady featherington yeah yeah i want to know about her fucking backstory Mm -hmm. i bet you she was a mess gets out of answering the finches on when they will receive philippa's dowry by playing bereaved she and she didn't even play it like that hard it was Mm -mm. just we don't really want to touch this so let's just back up you all right baby girl okay she was like, um, oh, so- it has been a trying time. Since my, <laughs> I was just my getting ready to go here and start husband. laughing. And you know what? Portia said, shut up. <laughs> I love how Eric love did it. it. Did it, did it really Beloved husband has died. <laughs> Eric, do the, do the do the hand over the mouth, but like He's the been- eyes are still looking around. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Eric would make a good mama for sure. He really would. He really would. And then, like, they pass for like a second, and she's just like, "I'm so tired of this." She said, "When is this gonna be over?" Mm-hmm. Um. So Kate gives away that she knows Anthony to Lady Banbury, um, mm. and we see her watching him throughout the night. Like she, she really wants to know what's his deal. But again, guys. She's not here for her husband. She's not. She's not. She's, not. She's, She's only so. here to help her sister. She really is. She's only she... here to help her sister find what's best for her. And mm. true love. That's it. Just that. Mm. Nothing else is on our plate. Listen, the best laid plans. <laughs> um. So as Edwina dances, we see Penelope in action, spying and gathering gossip. It's it's. Listen, Eric and Courtney don't like it. I like that she's in the background and we can see her like gathering. I didn't little, say that. Little crew. You said, said you said you did, you said that it was. You I thought it was too they, soon. I wish that they hadn't revealed her last season. But listen, yeah. if we're gonna make this a plot point, like show me how Penelope is like getting the information. Show me how it's going down. I'm not mad at it. No, you know it what? makes it makes sense that like no one pays attention to Penelope because she's yeah. you know she's the chubby little girl, and she and she's always like in yellow. 
Yeah. I don't like I don't know that they, they do keep... my girl so fucking bad, yo. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I think we talked about this last season. I, I feel a lot of similarities to Penelope. So I got a soft spot for her. I want, I want her to come out on top. <laughs> So you, you want the- her and Colin you- and those imagination no. babies. You know what? I don't want what? her with Colin because I think that that's settling for her. I feel like she's bigger than him. And I feel like she just doesn't know her own potential. That's I want her. I want her to see bigger than Colin. I think she thinks that Colin's the best because she hasn't experienced anything else. Get out there. Okay. No, it's because he's the only one that paid her any attention at all. Mm-hmm. So now she's smitten. Like a kitten. Unsmite. <laughs> <laughs> So Eloise finds her as she's running away from suitors. Eloise is, she's dutching and dodging them. Well, no, ducking and dodging them. She's not dutching and dodging them. (laughs) Um, So following Anthony outside, Kate overhears his high standards and requirements for his future wife. Pew. That he shares with (laughs) other suitors. Pew. It's not great, guys. It's it's not. Um, he is so one of the stinky. suitors, I hate him so much. <laughs> one I'm... of the suitors says, and I quote, "We need them to be wed, bed, and bred." And I don't know why it's so hard for that to happen. Pu is right, Courtney. Stinky. Pu is right. Stinky <laughs> man. I they would have had me strung up for doing bad stuff to my husband because if I ever hear you say <laughs> those words come out of your mouth, you think I'm a glorified baby maker. Basically, yeah. I am just there to nest the baby within. Mm-hmm. Now I, mean, I have to kill times, you and chop yes. your pee-pee off. <laughs> now I have to kill you and chill your pot and cut your pee-pee off. Um, well, guess what? Kate, Kate overhears it and she is uh, just as not pleased as we are. Um, and informs she's not very good at sneaking around. <laughs> she's not good at sneaking. She's not. No, she knocked into that thing and then didn't like move. Plant. She was just like, oh, I guess I'm, I'm stuck. stuck. <laughs> I'm like, bitch, run! Like, if you don't get those it, bitches, it took him so long to like get from around the corner too. That's mm-hmm. what got me. I'm like. Yo, like, she could have she could have gone around. They could have done that like they were cartoon characters. She going up the oh, where's the, the fun in down? that? <laughs> where's the fun in that? <laughs> Well, so she <laughs> she, tells him, she tells him off and she leaves in a huff. Um, Anthony, his eyesight follows her and we see something. We don't know what it is. We see something. It's something. Who knows? Whatever. It's fine. I felt like fine. he was looking at her body and I'm like, look at her mind. <laughs> <laughs> look at her mind. Mm. So Eloise keeps... keeps popping up on Penelope so she is unable to leave undetected as she previously has been she's um, really fucking up her game yeah like listen she's like I have a job to do she <laughs> get out inside. it's a good thing she, you're never have anything going right? on like, like bitch God. you are blowing up my spot if you don't get the fuck out of my face <laughs> truly cause miss girl um, get out of here <laughs> So it's a rush job for Penelope, but she is able to get the next issue, uh, the next issue of Whistledown out, which speculates on the queen selecting her diamond. Da-da. The queen does not like this. The queen, the queen doesn't like it. The she queen doesn't, doesn't want to be told when to select shit. <laughs> she doesn't. No, she doesn't. She doesn't, Kim. She doesn't. Okay, so Madame Delacroix provides Violet with different fabrics for a new dress for Eloise. Um, Eloise isn't pleased. As you may remember, Madame Delacroix and Benedict 
did a lot of math last season. But it would seem that she has cut him dry. Don't know why. I'm sad about that because I was like super You liked in- it? I was super into it. I was like, yeah. 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 Wait, is Maybe Benedict this? our art student? Yes. Okay. Yes. I wasn't he also by? Yes, that's what I want. I that's what I came to say. He was not by. We were having some bi curious moments, artist, and I want to talk about it. I think yeah. he was accepting. The artist was. Um, well, we. I mean, I guess the artist was by. Babes, we were I having think, male, male, I, I female think. threesomes, though. No, no, yeah. no. We didn't have male, male. Uh, we had. We had female, female, Madame Delacroix, and the artist that brought him there, his wife, and Benedict were having threesomes. I swore that they... No, what you saw was um, Madame Delacroix and Benedict come down the steps, burst into... Benedict burst into a room, and he sees the artist getting mapped down by another model who's a male. And then he closes the door. Like, they make eye contact. He closes the door, and then Madame Delacroix sits him down on a bench with another lady. The next day, we find out that that lady that he mathed with was the artist's wife. You know how I know this? Because you went Because I went back and watched the season. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) But yeah, no, that's the, it's, he, he's been accepting and he's been in those circles, but I don't think he's ever been, um, he's ever been bisexed. I want, you know me, you know me. I know, okay, bloodline, I know. (laughs) I love it so much. I just, I'm. I don't know if they're going to do that because I don't know. That's probably not very true to the original like material, I'm sure. Um, but I would really love it if they did, though. I would really love it if they did. Hey, Netflix, if you find this and you're listening, some maybe maybe an LGBTQ storyline. I, I don't know. It might get a little risque, but... I don't, Hot I don't take. know how... I don't know how risque it can get when no, I agree. You know, like we've already seen the artist; he's in that like circle. Circle, yes, but know. like I don't. Again, I don't know. I've never read the book, so I don't know how true it is to the source material. I'm reading I, the Benedict book now. Are you? Mm-hmm. I'm only like three chapters in. Blink twice if if I get what I get. I'm only three chapters in, baby. Okay, well, they may have started it early. I don't know. No, he doesn't get in the first scene. It's not getting dig down. No, that's not that's not for him. Sorry. <laughs> um. So with Anthony continuing to reject women, Violet warns him, as she always does. Va- Violet will come for Anthony if she will get a drink and she will come for Anthony. Those are the mm-hmm. two things that she will definitely do. Um. She like warns him. Mommy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she warns him that he will end up alone with sex with such high expectations for a wife lady danbury informs kate that she knows about her early her early morning rides and the real reason that she and her family have come to mayfair kate reveals that the money is running out or has run out but that the sheffields edwina's parents edwina's grandparents mary's parents have agreed to bestow a sizable dowry on edwina and to look after Mary, but only if Edwina marries an English man of nobility. Great. However, <laughs> however, Kate 
and now Lady Danbury are the only ones that know the truth. No pressure. So, right. So at the Queen's Ball, Queen Charlotte announces that Edwina is the season's diamond. The Queen introduces, and the men come a swarming. They come a swarming. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Queen introduces Anthony to Edwina. While they dance, they talk about children, the instruments that she plays, the languages that she speaks, the books that she reads. She's passing all the questions. She's passing the interview with flying colors. Anthony asks after Edwina's father, to which she informs him that he has passed. Anthony sympathizes and tells Edwina that he too has lost a father. Mm. Edwina tells him that he should probably speak to her sister. She is the one that is handling all things that you all things marriage father <laughs> right <laughs> that you would need to ask the father after anthony and edwina <laughs> sorry i lost my ipad <laughs> after anthony and edwina dance kate snatches edwina away and tells her that she is not to go near anthony ever again Ciao. As Anthony informs Violet that Edwina shall be the woman he will marry. Returning from the ball, the Featheringtons are informed that the new Lord Featherington has arrived. Lord Jack, or as we will be calling him, Cousin, Cousin Jack. Jack. Mm-hmm. He has paid Philippa's diary, do- Philippa's dowry, so she can marry the Finch boy. Yay! Philippa's like, peace. She is. She See is very ya. much Wouldn't out of here. <laughs> um, and <laughs> he has moved Portia's belongings to another quarter. It's 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 looking real. Not, it's not looking real good. No, Portia's like my stuff. And he's <laughs> you like, touched yeah, it. But I I'm the Lord now, and we mm-hmm. won't be sleeping in the same bed. So it's so weird. You're booted. <laughs> <laughs> um, we end with Lady Whistledown, Penelope. Following Eloise's request and calling out the queen and the use of selecting a diamond every year, to which we see that the queen has plans to use Edwina to find Lady Danbury, Lady meh, Lady Whistledown. Dun, dun, and that is how we end episode one. Lady Whistledown. It was a very long episode. It. It, was like, it was like an hour ten. There was so much. There was so much going on. They really packed it in. And I cut a lot of it out. Lady Whistledown. All right, you guys ready to roll right into episode two? Doesn't Colin come home in episode one, or is that episode two? It's episode two, babes. Okay. They kind of. I watched. I them didn't. Back. Why would I cut out Colin? <laughs> He's a massive point of interest. <laughs> I said I cut out some stuff, and Eric's like, "So Colin, you cut out Colin?" Because <laughs> he I doesn't want it. my girlfriend LV to be happy ever. <laughs> He's like, fuck that. You were the same one who was like, I don't want her with Colin. I don't. I think he's boring. I think he's like. He is. Best. He's he's that that white guy that went on a gap year. And like, yes, and oh my god, he'll never stop Europe. telling you about the time. Yeah, he won't shut up about it. Shut he the cannot. fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I fed goats and then I took a back, but whatever. Go away, Colin. You no, even have such a basic ass name. You know, like with his beard while on holiday. <laughs> Elma Mayo. All right, so. You- Let's get into episode two. We're going to go at a breakneck pace. So stop me if you want to talk about something. Breakneck. <laughs> <laughs> so we open with Lady Whistledown talking of challenges as 
we see Kate making list of Edwina suitors and Anthony and Benedict discussing Anthony's plans to get to Edwina while navigating Kate. We see Edwina and Lord Lumley, who I love, enjoying a lovely talk in a sitting room as Kate closes the door to a hallway of suitors. It's packed, y'all. Everybody there. Mm-hmm. The new, the next two suitors in the queue take offense to Kate allowing Lumley one-on-one time with Edwina, to which she counters, when it is your turn, would you not appreciate the same one-on-one time? To which she is seconded by a voice all the way in the back of the queue. It's Anthony. He tells Kate that he's come with an invitation to escort Edwina to the races that afternoon. Kate informs him that Edwina has dates for that event. She also has dates for any other event. She is fully booked, y'all, because like I said, it was packed out there. Booked and busy. Booked and busy. Um, But also, none of those events will be with you. Sorry about that. Mm, Look at that. Mm, You're late. Bye. Interesting how that works. Mm-hmm. So Penelope is over the Bridgerton home. She sees that Eloise has picked up the latest Lady Whistledown, and this brings her happiness. But it is short-lived when her she hears that Eloise still isn't satisfied. Violet begs Penelope to help her pursue persuade Eloise to at least try this season. Like she just wants her to try. She's not asking for much. Just try. Dance with some, one person. Just one. Mm, no. um but that that talk all ceases because eric's boyfriend colin shows up look at him and penelope is dreamy eyed she she stars in her eyes she is the cutest little thing ever all right courtney (laughs) i'm sorry it was too (laughs) much it was too much it was a little too much like your girl likes him let her let her live um anthony arrives in <laughs> what did he say? She's been. He said she doesn't know any better. She doesn't. <laughs> Whack. So Anthony arrives in a Viscount Huff, and he tells everyone they must get ready. Uh, they will be going to the races as a united front. We will all attend the races. Mm-hmm. At the Feathering household, <laughs> Lord Jack puts up a no. Cousin Jack puts up a hideous gun rack. Portia and the maids are not amused. It's gross, but I did want to know. Um, I did want to see like a little shooting, shooting scene, something like that. Penel- I like Penelope that. likes it. She did. She's like, you shot all of them. That's adorable for you. <laughs> Courtney is not amused. Penelope, I think, is like maybe I too a gun. Maybe one for me. <laughs> So at the races, Philippa and uh, Mr. French talk about their wedding. Lord Lumley escorts Edwina while talking about his favorite poet. Uh, Lady Danbury wears a beautiful red crushed velvet number um, and is asked to make introductions. Mr. Thomas Dorset uh, would like to get to know Kate a little bit better. He's cute. She agrees. We're sitting with uh, Mr. Dorset. While speaking with Mr. Dorset, Kate notices that Anthony is nearby and he gets a smirk out of her. It's all of us hearing noises at the same time for me. <laughs> <I know. laughs> it was really close. I'm sorry. So, um, 
Mr. Mudrick, the boxer, is there with his wife. Man, I was like, man, they done ran his ass out of town because he was doing some shady <laughs> shit the last time I saw him. Nope. But look, he's nope. back. You see him back. He's, mm-hmm. he's thriving. He's back. He greets the Bridgertons. Bridgertons! So cute. Um, and he informs the men that he, with his winnings from mm. the fight, the he, fight. Has, he has I didn't forget his own gentleman's club, which, which I was he like, what to is see this? them there. What, what, what What's is, a gentleman's club? I know uh, what like, I think a gentleman's, what the classic, modern day gentleman's club classic is. gentleman's club is basically a place where men go to get away from their wives. There are no sh- hookers or strippers, I assume. Yeah. You go uh, there. We're not supposed to say hookers. Sex workers. You're not supposed to say suckers now. You drink fancy booze, you smoke fancy cigars, you read books, and you you talk and try to be fancy to each other. I can do that all in my house, though. It's just a a place where dudes go to show off to other dudes. Why men? You know what? The patriarchy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They've been doing it since the little rascals. (laughs) Like it's just it's just I've never seen that movie. There are some places where. Hmm? Yeah. He-Man no, Women's Haters Club? That was the name of their club. It was their I've never club seen the Little Rascals. He-Man Women's Haters Club. I'm very sorry. There are some places where, where legitimate gentleman clubs still exist, where it's just like... It was on an episode get... of Law & Order SVU, like, last week. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were you, doing bad stuff, thing. but, like, it, the sentiment was still there. Yeah, you're supposed to go and, like, just be around other dudes and, and bask in other men's company. And some of them have like saunas and shit where you can go and like, so it's giving do. Grecian bathhouse, Roman <laughs> bathhouse. Uh-huh. 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 Naked. That <laughs> some of those bathhouses are technically gentlemen's clubs. Mm-hmm. You go and you beat men with like branches and, and mm-hmm. the, all that weird shit. But yeah, it's a thing. They still exist. It's a thing. Um, so Anthony, breaks up the fun and um tells them it's, it's what every man thinks when he says he's gonna have a man cave he thinks that's what he he, mm. managed, he managed. it's never it never turns out that way yeah no shut up my guy it's a corner where you play fucking xbox shut mm-hmm. up it's not a man mm-hmm. cave. <laughs> quietly and you have two posters yeah, <laughs> you, you put up a pulp fiction poster you play xbox over there and occasionally you drink a beer and try to to act like you don't love your wife get out of here i hate those mm. not a man cave you're not a man. Fuck you. Get her, Jade. <laughs> I have issues with the patriarchy of man caves. <laughs> um. So Anthony tell, shuts down all the fun, and he tells, um, Mandrick that he, uh, Mondrick, I apologize, that he and the Bridgerton men have been members of White's Gentleman Club. I felt like birth. I was like, is this racial? <laughs> like, we ain't had one racist thing up in here, but you only go to the White. Club. Yeah. I was like, maybe you should get, you should go to his club just because, just because of that name. <laughs> well, we only hang that, out at Whites. That's, that's where we no, okay. So, but yes, it is called Whites. But remember, we saw Whites, and they had all types of men there. I don't remember Whites because Eric. Yes, and I you do. Remember... That's where him and Simon were talking, and Sienna hey, came and talked to Simon. Yeah. Hey, guess what? Remember was, when I told you that Eric and I only watched that three <laughs> minute recap? We didn't go back to the Whites. <laughs> We ain't gonna well, we we've been to whites, and they it's a name only because they had a bunch of people there. But Benedict and Colin are intrigued, and they are like, "Tell us more! Tell us more!" So Anthony rudely runs off when he <laughs> spots Edwina and Lumley. He's the worst. He's like, "Excuse me, excuse me." <laughs> I'm like, "Then why did you come over here?" <laughs> right. Like nobody, nobody pulled you over here. You walked over here, weirdo. 
Um, Eloise and Violet <laughs> move. <laughs> it, it, it's fine. Eloise it's and Violet move through the pop-up shops at the race. Violet is trying to get Elle to see reason while Elle finds a pamphlet and runs off because of course. Mr. Dorset and Kate really seem to be hitting it off with their talks of travel and medicines. Lord Lumley is way too excited to see the Viscount. Um, so much so, in fact, that he leaves to get him and Edwina lemonade, giving up his seat next to Edwina mm. to Anthony. Mm. It's a lot. Interesting. Penelope and Colin speak on his travels. Eloise finds them, much to Penn's annoyance. Eloise right, informs Penelope. She's trying to get Penelope- her swerve on. I'm just saying. She is <laughs> trying to get her swerve on, and here, here she go yet again. Here she go, bothering us. <laughs> she's just an uh, all-around blocker. Like first, she's blocking her business, now right? she's blocking her romance. Your friend is a hater. You guys have a toxic <laughs> friendship. She doesn't even know that the friendship is toxic. Well, Eloise she doesn't. doesn't know the friendship is no. toxic. But Eloise's like, damn, this girl on me has nothing. <laughs> Um, so Eloise informs Penelope about the pamphlet she has found, which is the same stock as ba 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 Whistledown's paper. Dun, dun, and dun. she realizes that the pamphlet from the races uses the same paper as Whistledown. Penelope tries to claim that it is nothing more than just a coincidence and walks off. Listen, I mean, she's Shakes- not wrong. Shakespeare but- once said, doth mm-hmm. protest too much. Too much. You better stop. Bitch, you look suspicious as fuck. Shakespeare also says, bitch, you don't know nothing about paperweight. Get out of here. He's like, ooh, this feels like that. Shut up. This is the flimsiest <laughs> argument ever. Their paper is yellow, too. Get out of here. Not that paper is yellow, too. <laughs> All right. Well, Kate and Anthony fight over the horse that Anthony has picked to win. Nectar... Nectar loses Anthony's pick, yes. High Flyer, which is Kate's pick, wins. That's because she was in there doing the, the, I don't know how to do this. I find it fascinating when people be putting the fingers in the mouth and make the whistle. She yeah, was I, I've never learned. Yeah. She did whistle. She was doing, once, she was but... doing like mm-hmm. the, like the, woo, like when you see, when in the old time, yeah, you see the like, <laughs> you start wanting to be sexist and shit. That's what I imagine. The how the construction workers whistle. I'm like, what? Are, what are those people that be working us? Yeah, I like find the guys it mystifying. Like, two fingers. And yeah, mm-hmm. I've never been able to do that. I can whistle, whistle, but I don't know how to do the. Yeah, I can't the, do that. I can't. Oh my god! And it was like a strong whistle too. She uh-huh. was like, yeah. and I'm like, y'all, no, this is like special effects. <laughs> because who can still do that? Who does that? That's all I had to say. She's cool. I She's like envious her. of whistling. Yeah, basically. I think Kate's cool and I want to be her. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Mr. Dorset lets it slip that he and Anthony have known each other for a very long time. It was Anthony's idea to pretend as they were unacquainted as Dorset did have interest in Kate, but Anthony thought that thought she would judge him harshly as he is friends with Anthony. Kate is angry and calls the whole date off. She's done. Yeah, are you new here? <laughs> <laughs> I am angry. With the little information that she has, Eloise goes to the printing shop with her dog pamphlet looking for information on Whistledown. She meets Theo, 
the printer's assistant, who hands her a pamphlet about women's rights. So there's that. Well, that was after she called him, uh, you know, a patriarchal, patriarchal, you know, dickhole, and that he wasn't down with feminism, and that she was, she was here to to learn about feminism, and he was like, oh yeah, well, why don't you take one of these pamphlets then, dummy? And she was sitting there all red faced, like, oh, I, I didn't know. He's like, yeah, yeah, maybe shut up, stop, stop casting your your fucking first impressions on me, lady. Hey, hey, Courtney. I think we found the couple that Eric likes because <laughs> he remembered all of that. All of their details. <laughs> I just like it when somebody like, cause she's always so fucking smart and smarmy. Like I like it when she gets put in her place, especially by a random street urchin kid. We found the, we found the relationship that Eric's written for. <laughs> I hope they make it together. Cause child, I hope look at the, the way Eric, Eric was listen, like fighting for that. Me too. <laughs> right. He was like, ho, ho, hold up there. You said Tell stand me. up for your woman. I'm going to stand up for that. <laughs> <laughs> so Philippa and Mr. Finch are married, y'all. Yay. I like their the- little living room wedding. They said, we ain't going to waste no so time. Cute. Let's hurry the We're fuck broke. up. Yeah. <laughs> they're so cute. I like them. <laughs> they're just here for a good time. Literally. Her, like, I don't her care parents were like, else. are you are you sure the, the dowry cleared? Is it, is it good? Is it good? I All was right. going to get to we that. We are out of here. <laughs> So the Finches ask after uh, the new Lord or Cousin Jack um, while arguing to ensure that Philippa's dowry has been paid. Neither one of them has double checked, which is baffling to me, but whatever. Wild. Um, So Cousin Jack is in his new office trying to figure out the late Lord's bookkeeping skills. Spoiler alert. They were gambling and it was bad. Portia asks after the new Lord's plans and if he might keep her informed, it would be best for both of them. Cousin Jack informs her that he will be looking for someone to keep informed very soon, but it's not you. Mm -mm. Edwina and Kate argue over Anthony's ruse. Edwina seems to be on Anthony's side while Kate still wishes him death. Because of course. Queen Charlotte, shows, <laughs> Queen Charlotte shows Lady Danbury, Kate, and Edwina zebras, and they're so cute. It was the way she said it for me. Is now is that how you're really supposed to say it? Am I just an uneducated zebras? American? Yeah. No, the the British pronounce their Z's very hard. Zebras. And then I was like, like don't, y'all don't have. They don't just say Z; they say Z. It was crazy to me because, like, it really made me think, like, yeah, like. That's not normal. Like you, you're not supposed to just have access to a zebra in England. You shouldn't just have zebras in England. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like I'm like they're y'all... African horses called zebras. And you know they're what's so cute? You know what's crazy? I was like, why wouldn't they just go to the zoo? And then I'm like, they don't have a zoo. Have a zoo. <laughs> it's still like the 1700s. We haven't figured out. Hey, let's go out here and colonize these countries and steal their animals. <laughs> It's the zebra. It's the zebras bouncing it's around on really each other and leaning make, into this fucking zebra thing, for making yeah. their little noises. Their little <laughs> they're African striped the horses, horses called zebras. The zebra noises freak me out. It's so cute. That's the part that I never felt comfortable with in Lion King because I'm like, what? How would you define this noise? Like, I don't, I don't know if I love that. She seems like the type that would have a penguin, even. Yeah, just, just one little ice room, mm-hmm. just one penguin. Yeah. Just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I'm pretty sure like Antarctica an, was colonized like a... by the British, so I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. 
she could have like a little ball, like an like the ice princess ball, and there's just the little penguin walking around. Walking around, living his life. How cute would that be? Oh. She would put him in a bow tie. Absolutely. I would put him in a fucking bow tie. Yeah. He was like, I too? Bow tie? <laughs> bow ties for me? Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I just see zebras again, and I, I know how much Courtney hates it. Um, say, so say anyways. <laughs> zebras. <Stop it. laughs> um, so as we're watching the zebras. Um, <laughs> uh, Queen Charlotte warns Edwina about potential gossip. Mm. And tells her that she should know who to trust. Lady Danbury correctly guesses that Queen Charlotte is using Edwina to try and uncover who Lady Whistledown is. Mm. Lady Danbury, at the request or advice of the Queen, states that she will be holding a soiree that evening at her home. So Edwina may get to know her suitors better. Kate goes outside to meet Anthony, one of said suitors, who has brought Edwina a gift. Nectar, who was about to be sent to the glue factory. Edwina, while happy to <laughs> I'm see... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh what? at that. PETA, if you find this, please do not <laughs> cancel me. But there's something... Like, I mean, it's, like, comical, but, like, fucked up. Like, hey, the horse dies and we make it into glue. Like, that doesn't seem like a logical, like, I don't know, chain of events. <laughs> I'm just saying. I've got nothing right. else to add. <laughs> that's continue. That's fine. No, that's fine. Um, so while Edwina is super happy to see Anthony, she is very confused by this gift. Um, while she is happy that Nectar will not be sent to the glue factory, he is not the type of animal that Edwina usually cares for. She is more interested in animals that can fit in her lap, like Newton. Anthony states he recalls her talking about Nectar remaining, reminding her of her favorite horse, to which Kate gleefully tells him that she meant from her favorite book, you dummy. (laughs) He is an idiot. It's true. He's so stupid. So Benedict shows up to the Mondrick's grand opening. He remarks. What? You said something. Sorry. I said I wanted her to to use one of those classic terms of calling him a dummy, like calling him a dullard or something like that. She never called him anything. She, I was saying that I was saying it because the way she said, like, I think Eric is she meant for from a more book of like, yeah. Oh, Eric stupid. actually wanted yeah. him to call him a dummy. Yeah, yeah. No, she just gave him a look like you're a dummy. Get out of here, you stupids. Not you, stupids. So back at the new at the new um, gentlemen's club, Benedict remarks that the club looks extraordinary, and it does. It looks really nice. Um, so Mondrick introduces Benedict to another artist, um, George Crookshank. Shank. Mm. He is that an actual right. artist. <laughs> He is an actual um, a cartoonist who um, illustrated for Charles Dickens in actual real life. Oh. Mm-hmm. I looked it up. Did you? Because I wanted to see. Yeah. Okay. I wanted to see if I wanted to see if they were if because you know how sometimes like if we're if we're doing it, then we're going to do it because Queen Charlotte was real. So I wanted to see if, you know, this 
actual artist is somebody real. Real. And he is. Um, so Mondrick proclaims that his club is for all. Everyone is invited. Everyone should be welcome. Everyone should feel free. Benedict congratulates him on building something by honest wage. And that does not sit well with him because as we know, it was not by an honest wage. Uh-uh. We, we took a dive. We did indeed. We, we did dove indeed. all over that bitch. And we I'm did. So sorry. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so Anthony doing Viscount business, Viscount business, Viscount business, overhears his mom, Colin and Eloise leaving for Lady Band Lady Dan Lady Band Aid. Lady <laughs> Dan All right. Did you Which see a band aid learns- commercial? What? I said, did you see a Band-Aid commercial? <laughs> no, I read Dan Barry, but I said Lady Band-Aid. Band-Aid. <laughs> um, Anthony was not invited to the soiree because, of course, he wasn't. Yeah. Violet, again, putting Anthony in his place, mm-hmm. basically tells him, "Um, you're playing too many games. That's why you weren't invited, dummy. Kate wants the way her that sister. They be reading the shit out of Anthony, please. I know me so great. It's lovely. It is lovely. I'm like, yeah, he's an idiot. He's <laughs> stupid. What a stupid boy. <laughs> um. So Kate wants her sister to find a love match, and you have told everyone who will listen that that's not what you want. This is still violent. So why would you be invited to this? Questions answered. So at Lady Danbury's soiree, suitors are pulling out all the stops. We got magic. We got flute playing. We got cymbal crashes. Oh, we got she? Irish jigs. Do, do, do. We got it fucking all. Um, yeah, I one will, guy with the string things. And... I want to know what his name is because he was beautiful. Apparently yes. he doesn't have any talent. <laughs> so those looks are getting him everywhere. <laughs> they would for me. <laughs> they would get him. They would get him everywhere for me. Cause he was pretty, and I remember him out of everybody else. I don't remember anybody else. I remember the bad poetry. Hey, hey, it wasn't bad poetry, and that was that was Lord Lumley. Everybody, listen. Everybody was, was all teary eyed. It was not spirited for me. He didn't need to be spirited. It was a love poem. Did you feel love from? I guess you did because you keep. Talking I did. About yeah. How much I you love exactly him? So I guess you felt it. It didn't do I it. Exactly it didn't do it for moi, but guess what? He's not you wanted the symbols, gentlemen. Listen, you know what I want? I want somebody who's gonna. I want magic tricks, actually. Oh, so you, you want that guy? But I'm scared. I don't like. I don't like. I like close up magic, but don't make me disappear and don't cut me. Card tricks and like bunnies, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you like the egg trick? Are you one of those? I don't. It scares me because why? How? How is it a chicken yeah. now? How is it a chick now? I, I get it. Where did you put it? Where did it go? Right. No. I just, I've seen it done where it's like, you know, like, you know, they crack, like, you know, mm-hmm. they crack it mm-hmm. open and then it's like, and it, like a real egg, like it's mm-hmm. like hard on the inside. So I'm like, this I understand. What I don't understand is where the live animal came from. That's How fair. could you hide the chicken? I'm just saying. And he didn't like peep or anything. No, like tied to Bika, like right. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, I what's got questions. I know. No, I get it. I understand. Thank you. Okay, so <laughs> Penelope and Eloise. No, Penelope and Edwina 
Oof, those are those are going to be a problem. So Penelope and Edwina speak. Edwina compliments Penelope on her dress, to which Penelope be- Penelope believes she is making fun, but no, Edwina is being sincere. It's really nice. It's a sweet scene. Uh, Colin thanks Penelope for her letters and says it gave him the confidence to understand himself and to swear off women. He's taking had, some me time. She had that uh, that fat kid defense kick in immediately. Like, bitch, say what? What'd you say about my dress? <laughs> she did. She has PTSD, she did. man. That's something you learn as a fat kid growing up. Like, you you have it. You got to have it at the ready. Mm-hmm. You do. You have to be on guard because you never you never know. You you uh. You never know when somebody's giving you a legitimate compliment, so you just automatically turn on defenses. Also, I feel like. I'm glad that she was being sincere because we'll get to it at the end. But had she not have been, do you think Penelope would have read her for fucking filth on in Lady Whistle? Absolutely, mm-hmm. she would have obliterated this girl. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, she, Penelope's she'd have quiet. Had fucking Julie Andrews in there talking about this little whore. <laughs> <laughs> I low key kind of wish that happened. <laughs> Gentle listeners. She would have. Julie Andrews would have been saying the word bitch. bitch and <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm mentally ready for that one. <laughs> okay. Um, so moving on. Portia overhears that uh, Cousin Jack has given Cressida Calpiter. Good Lord. A long ruby neck. necklace. Long neck. Long neck. Long neck. <laughs> the real zebra. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's for when the queen starts getting drafts brought in. <laughs> Emu looking ass. <laughs> a ruby necklace from his mines um, that he has in the Americas. Man, he's out here exploiting uh, <laughs> indigenous people. He's basically Elon Musk. Basically. <laughs> um. So Lord Lumley, as Courtney said, recites... A horrible poem. I say lovely. Because it moves the whole room. But okay. Lady Danbury calls, moves to call the soiree when Anthony bursts in unannounced. Doing the fucking most. Asked to (laughs) recite something he just wrote for this fucking just He just wrote it, guys. He just wrote it for this. He wrote all the way here, guys. He just wrote it. Which is a fucking lie. You want to know why? Because he went, burst into that black man's establishment, pulled um his brother out, and was like, "Hey, write me something. Write me a poem. <laughs> write me a fucking poem." He's ass, yo. I'm sorry. Listen, <laughs> yeah. I try to find the redeeming quality. Teach me some poetry, bitch. <laughs> why is he fucking like that, yo? Um, but Stinky. instead. Instead, he throws the fucking poem away because he can't read it. He, and he, I don't think Anthony can read. I think that's the problem. <laughs> I think maybe he's just been playing dumb the whole. Maybe he's been the way he it. talked to Benedict. Though he was like, "Well, I don't know how to read these these stupid fancy words like you." <laughs> maybe the Britishers are broke and that nobody knows it yet. Anthony been fucking them books up. <laughs> books, <laughs> the books ain't the books ain't bucking. They're doing Featherington math. Suspect. <laughs> well, he speaks to Edwina's. Um, he speaks to Edwina from his heart, and it fucking works because him and Edwina are talking for the rest of the night. However, seeing Anthony and Edwina talking, 
rattles Kate mm-hmm. and she bumps into a fucking footman so violently it made that the, the whole, whole party turn the stop. fuck around and like damn it was like a record like, scratch hey yo i was like damn bitch you look kind of mad like calm down calm down you being so, like why are we being so she does suspect? have some angry eyebrows like she she's does. a very pretty girl but like when she, she gets angry you angry. know she has a very yeah. sharp jawline too and i don't yeah. it doesn't do anything to help like she looks Pissed. pissed, pissed, yeah. I'm like, damn, bitch, like you making it hella obvious. You blowing Way your obvious. own, blowing your own spot up. <laughs> I want to feel sorry for you, but I can't. So later on, Lady Danbury and Kate have a loving talk, to which she warns Kate that if she carries on with this type of, with her type of behavior, she will never live a fulfilled life, which is true. Kate doesn't um, need fulfillment. She says she will find fulfillment in her sister's happiness. She did. She already said that. She did, Kim. She did. Eloise tells Penelope about her trip to the printing shop. Pen asks if she, did she speak with anyone there. Eloise sidesteps that question completely. Mm-hmm. But she does bring up that there's a misshapen K in both Lady Dan and in both Lady Whistledown's pamphlet. And Theo's pamphlet. Uh-oh. Bum, bum, bum. As a result, Penn scurries her ass right down to the low street market to get a new fucking K. Because she's like, what I won't do is be, is be found up. out by Eloise. I will not be getting caught up. <laughs> Excuse me. Thank you. But. Child, she blew her own spot up. Madame Delacroix. Spots her in the market. She's seen her. She's like, whoa, <laughs> Listen, when Marina called that ass out about that fake accent last year, I will never. Uh-huh. Man, the way her face said, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will I never let thought. that shit go. I will never let that go. Because I said, damn, that was, I felt satisfied at the end of that. So I'm like, yeah, look, she's still doing that fake ass Peppy Le Pew accent, too. <laughs> Look at this shit. Sound like a cartoon character. <laughs> okay. That was really good, Eric. Stefan? I want Eric to get a job on Netflix so fucking bad, yo. I'm about to be Eric's agent because I... He will be inseparable if he gets a fucking job. You know that. He will, but like, think about all of the fun benefits we could have. We could go to stuff... I want to let us go to nothing. Eric, would you let if we if we helped no. you get a job? Stop Look it. at him, Eric. If we helped you get a job at Netflix, you haven't been on vacation with Eric. I've been on a fucking vacation with Eric. He turns into a completely different person. He forgets all reason. <laughs> he forgets all. Apparently, I'm not supposed to enjoy time. myself on vacation. <laughs> you are, but if you're in a group, you're not supposed to act like you're the Regina and we're all Gretchen and fucking Karen. I'm you're not supposed to act like that. Myself on a vacation. Go by yourself on a fucking vacation. But when you're with me, you act fucking correct. Mm. Nope. I do what I want on vacation. You oh, you always do. You always it's a do. Vacation. I wanted to act right, I'd stay home. Damn. Go ahead and ask your question, Courtney. I, I know the answer, but go yeah, ahead and ask Eric, it. Eric, if we help you get this job, would you let us come to like the special events? Can we come to, to them? No. It depends. It depends. It depends on Yep. 
if they're like, oh, well, someone needs to escort Ava DuVernay. And I'd be like, sorry, guys. You're staying <laughs> you home. You don't be acting like you like her no more. So I thought she was nope. out of the picture. Mm-hmm. I saw her feeding her her whole crew food truck the other day. Mm. And I was like, ooh, girl, that food looked good. Not as good as you at the Oscars, though. Ooh. ooh! I, I slide an MDM. I know that's right. I put in the work. Okay. But as you can see, there's stipulations. Yeah, it well, was yeah. giving very some timey, but you know. <laughs> I told you. What can I do? All right, we're I'll, almost done, guys. I'll get I'll get y'all into to season to the season two premiere of uh of Arcane. I don't want to go to that. I that wasn't go. on I, my oh, show. Oh, shut up, shut up. I want to go. I saw the season one go. premiere where they had it outside and they had this fancy fucking thing and they were playing a lot of Imagine Dragons. So I was like, I don't know about Manero that. But it was really it. nice. Manero loves Imagine Dragons. I'm waking up. I don't, I don't love them. I couldn't, I mean, I couldn't pull couldn't that out of my hat, but, <laughs> but one, somebody like, else oh, did. Wake up to the sound of the something, to the sound of something, to the something. I don't want to. Oh, the misery. <laughs> Everybody wants to be my enemies. I love that. I love that. Know, yo. Now, see, that was a deep cut. At least my song played on the radio. It's not a that's deep cut. Song, that's, that's the, the song, song on Arcane. It plays over the credits for every, every episode. Every episode. Uh-uh. And unlike Maria Skit. and Eric, <laughs> I let it play. I let that shit roll. I, like, I, yeah, I, I let like it play just because I like the detail in the in the credits. I'm over anyway. here like, oh, oh the misery. <laughs> I love I usually it. Mute it. <laughs> All right. So what? No. Okay. So meanwhile, <laughs> we're almost like we're literally almost done. The finish line okay, is right, right there, here. guys. All we right, just gotta get there. there. All right. Meanwhile, <laughs> Queen Charlotte investigates investigation. The deepens. She is using Lady Danbury's previous soiree, and anyone that spoke to Edwina. To narrow down who Lady Whistledown might be. Dun, dun, dun. And of course, Penelope's oh, picture. Chubby cheeks at Penelope is right there. Yeah. She, she had mm-hmm. a lot of people, though. It was like at least 10 she people did. in that little bag. It was a lot of girls, yeah. And so that is how we end episode two. Dun, dun, dun. Um, I wanted to do theories, but we can't actually do that because. Because y'all have already watched like all of it. I haven't. I'm still like halfway through. <laughs> Right, you can we ask can't do theories. We can't do I've theories only, for three and four. Why? I've only done the assigned reading. Cause, bitch, you watched it. I haven't even finished four, so really, I'm one three point five. All right, what do we think is going to happen in episode three? Well, I can't speak to that one. So the only person who can speak to that one is Eric, because I already watched three, but I can speculate on four. Go ahead, Eric. What do you think? I don't want to speculate because then you guys oh. will know. Now he's sad. Now he's sad. Look at, Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> sad. I feel like I'm I'm the kid that missed the day of school when something cool happened and uh. I come in the next day and everybody's talking about it. Well, listen, um, just because you like to digest it like an old man doesn't mean like that you man. should be sad about it. I like it. my soup. I like taking things <laughs> one episode at a time. Here you go. You and the soups. I like a nice sweater. Mm-hmm. Well, then don't be like sad because all the rest of the kids have watched mm-hmm. The fun and you sitting there like, hey, well, yeah, I I went on the field trip. Everybody else stayed behind and watched Milo and Otis, and now I, I don't know what happened to Milo and Otis. I went on the field trip too. Don't tell me I stayed behind and watched no damn Milo and Otis. I'm like, who is that? <laughs> you know, Who's Milo and Milo? Otis was a banger. I don't know that. It was it was a movie from the '90s about about pets, about oh, a cat and a dog. I watched Homeward friend. Bound. Is it kind of in the same vein? Kind of, yeah. yeah. Okay. I loved how, love me some Howard. <laughs> I'm still traumatized. I'm like, 
chance and sassy <laughs> and like but they had to travel so far <laughs> so far okay That's all right well, no <laughs> they didn't go to well, Courtney, do you want to talk about what you think will happen any theories that you have um well the main theory is just that okay so part of me feels like it's obviously going to be kate and and anthony but then a part of me feels like it's taken a long time for them to get together so what if it does end up being anthony and edwina like Dana. what mm-hmm. if she is for lack of somebody else i have to compare to what if she is um eliza's sister from hamilton and now she has to spend the rest of her life looking at her sister be in love with her man yeah nope. i feel like it's gonna be edwina and colin he's gonna come back and fall in love with her and then penelope's gonna get real mad penelope going I, they've already been through too much she's gonna though. be like you smiled in my face so, and you took my man bitch here's the thing i think that they've already their family i feel like has Done already that. gone through too much yeah so I feel like they're not – I feel like they'll bring in somebody new for Colin. I That's my thought process behind it. I'm not 100% sure, obviously. Okay. Eric? I mean, you started You I started just, getting that in on my the theory. Game, so. That's your theory? Yeah. Well, it's part, of, it's part of Courtney's theory, so. Nah, it's my theory. I made it up 100%. <laughs> okay. I mean, the evidence is right here. You know how I talked about how I don't like, <laughs> I don't like somebody trying to tell me that I'm wrong. I've already gone over this with you. You are not wrong. You are incorrect. All right. You know so, what? Let's um, wrap it up. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm gonna. It's yeah. Fine. So I'm about to <laughs> a little bit of production news. Courtney will continue <laughs> with episodes <laughs> three and four of Bridgerton <laughs> season two. I'm done. Apparently, after those fireworks land. <laughs> right. I'm done. Um. Also. On Heralds of the MCU, we're back, bitches. Uh, Disney Plus decided to grace us with their presence and give us episode one of Moon Knight. They only give you one episode. It was, yeah. I thought they were yeah. gonna. Free- it's only six episodes. Oh yeah, they were like, okay, one at a time. Or, okay, one it. at a time. Yeah, no, because I would have mainlined that shit too. Um, it was a lot. And we'll be breaking all of that down on Sunday morning. So it's a little sneak peek. That's when we that's when we record. Um, and last but never least, we will finally be back with Concentrated. We appreciate you all um, giving us the time that we needed. With a double feature, we will be reviewing Sony's Garbage uh, Morbius. Uh-uh. And A24's, I'm like, what's A24. that movie, Garbage? <laughs> what's that movie about? You know that I'm gullible. Uh-uh. And A24's adorable, everything, everywhere, all at once. So, if you guys have any feedback for any of the things that I have talked about, you know where you can do it. Drop us an email at concentrated podcast at gmail.com get on our facebook we are at facebook.com slash concentrated pod or on twitter or instagram our handles on both are at concentrated pod lastly but certainly never leastly you can leave us a voicemail 
at 301-531-4393. Again, that is 301-531-4393. And if you bingity bingity bings don't have anything else to contribute, we shall say goodnight. Say goodbye, guys. Bye. Au revoir. <laughs> That's lady, All right, that's lady for real. <laughs> All right. <laughs>